It is my privilege to have an Orange Sox interview with Mandy and Stephen. Mandy and Stephen already had four girls and were excited with the prospects of having a little boy. That excitement quickly changed when they discovered the baby had multiple issues, including hydrops fatalis, enlarged heart, and bilateral renal agenesis. They were offered the option of an abortion twice during testing. Thank you, Mandy and Stephen, for speaking with me. Tell me how your journey down this road began. So at 16 weeks, we actually went and, you know, one of those pay places, you can find out what your baby is early. And since we had four girls, we were really excited and found out we were having a boy. And so super excited. But then at the, so at the 20 week ultrasound, when you normally find out the gender, we already knew. So it was just me and my oldest daughter, who was nine at the time, decided just to go together and see the baby. And so it was at that ultrasound at my doctor's office, and they couldn't tell what if, if it was a boy or a girl. And, you know, it was just taking a really long time. And so after, you know, she told us we had to see the doctor, and my daughter and I are sitting in the doctor's office and he came in, I love my doctor, but he came in and said, there is something seriously wrong with your baby and just punch in the gut, you know? And, but the next day they scheduled me with maternal fetal medicine. And so we went together and at that appointment, they told us he had a condition called hydrops fetalis, which is um, two cavities in the body are filling with fluid. And he, they also couldn't find um, some vital organs in his body. And they've pumped us with all that information. And then at the same appointment, they also... So at the same time where they learned the extent of their baby's issues, Mandy and Stephen were given the insensitive and confusing option to abort the child you know, told us you have the option to terminate. And we were both kind of, we sat there for a second, just kind of. Kind of in shock. Didn't really, I don't know, it's, to me it's amazing that they would even ask us this. Especially when they gave us all that information, the same appointment, you know, not let you think about, well, I guess you could have thought about it, but it was like everything was thrown at us and then they asked us that question and we looked at each other for a little bit and then we said, no, we want to keep, we want to keep going. So this was like 20, 20 weeks. 20 weeks. Mm-hmm. And the maternal fetal medicine told us that he would be stillborn. He was going to be stillborn. He was not going to survive. Um, but we asked if we could do testing, just like we wanted genetic testing done. We wanted, we wanted to know what was happening because they didn't know. They just knew he had high drops, but they didn't know what about his organs. Like that shouldn't affect his organs. And so we continued with testing. We saw a cardiologist. We saw, we had MRI, um, genetic in the, blood. In the same, in the, in the 20 week appointment, they realized that his heart was enlarged. Is, was enlarged. So that's the reason why we went to the cardiologist. Right. And um, so, after a week's worth of testing, pretty much, we found out um, that he had no kidneys. And so it's a condition called bilateral renal agenesis. Very rare. 
Um, so if one didn't kill him, the other one was going to. And so we were all, at that time, we were again, you know, asked or told that we could terminate. I mean, he's, he's not going to live. And we decided to see what happened. We wanted to meet our baby. And even though they were telling us it was a good chance he was gonna be stillborn, I was gonna do everything in my power <laughs> to try to meet that baby, whether it be for a minute or an hour. It was really important to me. Confused and just, we, we didn't even have time to absorb what was happening. You know, we were just told all this horrible information and then they ask us to abort our child that has a heartbeat and we saw him, you know, we saw him moving and we made it to, he was actually, came on his own at 33 weeks, but he, I should have said, they also told us that when he was born, he was going to be deformed, uh, very deformed, and um, his limbs and everything, and and so we were trying to prepare our children for this. And So what was the result? It was a really crazy few months, but um, anyways, he went, at 33 weeks, he was born on his, and he was perfect. He was perfect. He lived for an hour and a half. All of our girls got to hold him alive, and we did, and it was total opposite of anything they told us could happen. <laughs> and it was amazing. As, as sad as it was, that's one of the happiest days of my life. It was amazing. We have four girls. Mm-hmm. Now they're 10, five, four, and two. Every single one of them. They, it was amazing to me because I thought they would be scared. I, I don't know, I, I thought they would be scared, but they loved him and every picture we have, they are smiling and it's their baby brother and they're just loving on him. And, and my oldest daughter understood it a lot more and so she was pretty sad when she got there because she thought he had been born, um, stillborn. But I was able to take her hand and, and I have a picture, I placed it on his heart and his heart was beating and it just changed her whole mood. So um, we, still, we still held him. We, we, the nurse just came in and she checked his heartbeat for us while one of us, I think my grandmother was holding him. And um, she just kind of gave me a, a nod you know, that he was, he was gone. And we just kept going. My girls still hugged him and loved him and we still we hugged still him and him. loved him and took pictures and yeah, my girls and then my aunt, my uncle and my grandmother. And actually then a friend also came. Yeah, yeah. How did you prepare your family for the birth? I should say we were completely honest with everybody from 20 weeks on. I told my girls, that he wasn't going to survive when we found out. And so, I mean, it's been... Some days were hard. Some days were hard. I mean, we were able... I mean, we're religious, and we were able to um, bring that religion into to what we were telling the girls, and they're they're okay. You know, they, they know where their brother is, and brought us really close together. Yeah, really close together. So. Did you have any um, what-if moments? That would be me. I'd be always wondering what, what if we kept going? It's like, and um, when she, when we, you know, like when we, when we went to the hospital, 
she kept having these pains and and then you know she's like no no i won't go and we ended up going later on and and i always wonder what if we just waited and you know we you know we just and they went away would we would we have got that chance to meet him alive we have, would have the result been totally different and i'm really glad she acted on the being able to go because that was the thing that we both wanted most importantly was to meet him alive he could have that's what they told us was going to happen and i mean i i did things that the doctors thought were silly but i insisted like i did the shots for his lungs i don't even know what they're called but it was it was a steroid yeah. shot and and the doctor i called and asked about him and about those shots and he was like basically it was pointless i knew that you know <laughs> but i wanted to do it i wanted to do anything i could and i did everything I did everything. Would you do it again? I would in a heartbeat. It was the best decision for us, for our family on on a minute. Yeah, I mean on an hour and a half of his life. And I think I mean I think it's really easy and really sad that they the doctors throw all the stuff at you and then ask you that horrible question about abortion in the same our appointment. I mean, it's it's horrible. And you have so much going on in your head that you cannot make a a rational right decision. And I would just encourage people to do if you if you're a research person, do some research. If you all you need is to to pray or think or or listen to your heart do that give yourself a minute step back and think think about it i think a lot of people are pushed um and scared and just kind of react and if you actually step back and think about things they're just medical professionals and they're they they know things from books but miracles can happen and i mean everything that happened to us was not supposed to happen and it did <laughs> and he was alive and he was perfect and I mean, I wouldn't trade those minutes for anything. What would you tell other parents who are currently in similar circumstances as you were in? Just don't give up. You know, medical professionals—they—they they don't know everything. I mean, everything that we was was looking at was totally and totally opposite what what they told us. From the the cardiologist said that his heart would stop, or the and the one doctor saying his heart would stop, cardiologist. Would, told us his heart was fine. It was just, just everything. Everything was totally, totally reversed what they kept telling us. It was, just don't give up. Do your research and figure out what is best for you, your family. It was, it was amazing. It was, you got a lot of time, you know, a lot of good time. I enjoyed it. Plus he looked like, just like him. <laughs> well, I, he was amazing. It was, it was the most amazing experience I've ever had. I am so appreciative of Mandy and Stephen for their honesty and willingness to share this special moment of their family. 